Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. I hope a lot of you out there are father-son, father-daughter, mother-daughter, mother-son, hunting and fishing teams. They're always great to see, but I got a pair <laughs> with me today. You sure you're, do. You, you, yeah, I got a real pair with me today. You <laughs> folks are going to laugh at these guys. You're going to have a good time. I've known them just a few weeks. And, of course, met them down in Mississippi. I've been talking about Mississippi on a podcast for the last couple of weeks. And I just keep We're meeting. glad to have you here. Well, man, I'm in tickle pink. I feel like I'm back home, you know, because I was raised in southeast Missouri, just up the river, about Mississippi <clears throat> River, about five hours from you guys. And I feel like i got an awful lot in common with you but but i have will hutto here and jesse james are you the outlaw yes, <laughs> jesse 13 years old and quite a fisherman but uh will uh it's been fun i mean just pure it's good right. fun watching you guys over the last few weeks watching you fish together listen people talk about you the things they say about you guys is incredible you know, don't believe all of it. Don't believe all no, of it. I don't believe all of it. Well, I tell you what, we get lucky from here. <laughs> here, uh, time, time. Well, we hear so much bad news in the world anymore. It's great to hear right. a, a really good story. And you, as an outdoor communicator for a little over fifty years, I've heard a lot of good stories in my lifetime. I get inspired by them, you know. But I, I don't hear enough of them anymore. But you guys have been a very positive upbeat story and i've watched you you don't know how much i've watched you guys and i, I see you running around together all the time here on the campgrounds and getting in the boats and leaving out and laughing and talking a lot of communication goes on between you two yes sir I, he he loaded a boat on the trailer a while ago just told him just back it up and go out there and i'll go get the truck and when i back up Load it up. Oh, my. How many? And how many nothing third? got tore up. I was scared something was going to get tore up, but it didn't. He did real good. Oh, Jesse, I run into stuff all the time. He did better time. than my buddy Mikey would have. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't buy new boats very often, That's you know, because right. I'm going to skin them up, boy. But I get in there where the fish and the ducks and everything else are. That's where know, it's pretty so. at, ain't it? It, it, it really, really is. really is, man. And I'm fortunate to live where I Beautiful. do up in the Missouri Ozarks. Got lots of clear water streams around, and I, I'm a big stream. That's pretty river. too. That's, I love that's it. Real beautiful. I love it. But it's just different in this delta. Oh, these, oh, it is. But these just, Oxbow lakes are just oh, they're incredible. Gorgeous. They're incredible. Of course, I grew up hearing so many stories about the swamps from my grandfather. You know, and that's and right. I just love it. But to get back to you guys. Now, Will, how long have you been fishing? Oh, shoot. What, I, are you 30 years old yet? <laughs> 30. 43. 43. But, but I mean, I've been fishing my whole life. Just. And who taught you to fish? Well, Granny and Papa Hutto, Papa and Granny Miley, my dad, Bill Hutto. And so you were surrounded we've by We've always fished. Yeah, river banks, you know, with riding reels and. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you know, catching catfish and lots and, of family time, man. Yeah, and just and a lot of ponds in the hills of Yazoo County, you know. Yeah, 
um, a few treetops down, find some crappie. That you know, I remember one day we caught 140. It was sleeting, and I was just a little old boy, and I remember it. And we were just using little old jigs, little firecracker jigs underneath the court. And you just stuck and right just, with it. I just stuck Probably with it. Probably didn't even think about quitting. Never. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Mm. All right. I have a good wife, though, to let me go. Uh, does she man. go with you? She'll go with me. She will, but um, just always love And you said something about fish. seven kids. That's right. Under the same roof? Jesse, that's right. Jesse is my son and and six sisters he has. Oh, Jesse. And they all fish. They all fish. Um, they older, younger? He's got. He's in the middle. He's in the middle. He's in the middle. Well, he's got two older and then four younger, excuse me. Boy, you're getting it from all sides, oh, aren't you? Yeah. Can you hang in there with them pretty good, though? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He has been hit before oh, I several would imagine. times. And, I would imagine. You know, and he don't hit them back. I mean, they hit really? him hard. He is a good brother. Man, he must I'm be. You, <laughs> I don't You're know if I could have took it. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I know I used to have just one sister four years younger than me. She got me in more trouble. Man, I'll tell you what. That's she, right. She's walking. The cur- I was always hurting her. I mean, not even trying, you know. We were walking across the field one time. Dad had disked up that old gumbo soil a little too soon while it was wet. And you know what it turns into? Just clods, That's man. Right. I mean, hard as a brick. Well, she's way ahead of me, headed to the house. And I yelled at her, stop, wait on me. She didn't do it. So I just picked up a clod. I'm going to scare her, right? So I throw this clod. Hit her right in the middle of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the field, she went. She you got up. whooped, too, I bet. I did. Yeah. I did. That's how that works. Uh, exactly how it works, man. I whooped my sister with a toy snake one time. <laughs> she had done hurt me two or three times. I said, I'm going to get her if, if I get a chance. And I'd stuffed that snake in my pocket. She'd come to get me again, and I I popped her three or four good times, and I just thought it was going to be over. But my daddy in that black leather belt, uh-huh. it wasn't over. I'm the one that got whooped. Yeah, my dad had a black leather belt. It's something about them black leather belts now. They, they scary. Oh, he'd take it and pop it first. <laughs> pop he'd double it over and pop it real That's good. That's right. Oh, you knew what was coming. Yeah, he caught me and my brother. My brother was four years older than me, and most of the boys in the little farming community were about his age. Well, my dad caught about six of us one time out behind the smokehouse smoking grapevines. That's you right. never seen a belt come off so fast in your life. He whipped all six of us, neighbor boys and everything. <laughs> What about you, Jesse? You rather get whooped or do push ups? Push ups. Push ups, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get in trouble. How many push ups do you have to do? A lot. A lot? <laughs> uh, 250. 250. He well, can pump out 250 without stopping. Wow. I, I can tell you how to make that. He's got sisters that can do that. Really? Mm hmm. Boy, y'all are a tough bunch. I can tell you how to tough. make them push ups a lot more fun, though. You said it. Like counting sheep, you count fish. One fish, two fish. That's right. Make it fun. <laughs> That's right. You can just imagine putting them over in the boat, man. Well, I, you guys living in Yazoo County, you're close to a lot of good fishing. Where's your favorite place to fish in Mississippi? Lake Washington. Lake Washington. No doubt about it. And we're sitting right here looking at it. We are, and it's beautiful out there. It really is. So you've been fishing this for around... 40. Well, I no, sir. I've been actually only fishing this lake for eleven years. Really? Sure enough. What took you? So I was long born to come over here? well, born and raised in the hills. Never had a big enough boat to go and attack a lake like that, uh-huh. you know. And when we did, we 
somebody blow by us in a boat <laughs> yeah. and swamp us. And, yeah. You know, we white knuckling the side, you know. Yeah. And uh-huh. so, but you know, I was fortunate to grow up in an area that had so many farm ponds and just hills ponds. Oh, we caught farm. all the fish. Oh yeah, I do. We caught all the have. fish we yeah. wanted yeah. and just needed and. Well, the small pond's mm-hmm. got to be the most productive waters out there because, you know, they're small. There's, there's lots right. of shallow water, and that shallow water is what produces your fish in any right. I like water. hunting fish, and those ponds like that, you can see them and sneak up on oh, them, you know, and present that bait to them I've and just watch them take it. It's something about it, isn't it? This boy, I told him one time about four or five years ago, I got the picture somewhere, and um, I told him, I said, you see that big old bass over there moving that little swirl? And I said, Go home and get you some dark clothes on and sneak up there and catch that fish. Well, he showed up about 20, 30 minutes later. He's dressed in full camo, a turkey hunting net and everything, man. He done come back. He done come back, man, and rubber boots, you know. Put the sneak on that he, fish, huh? he put the sneak on that sucker and pulled him out. I'm uh-huh. talking about he wasn't five, six years old, and he pulled that five, five-and-a-half-pound bass up out there. And I just sit there and watched him, and I took so many pictures. It was unreal. Mm-hmm. And man, from that day on, that boy, man, we start, we start walking those banks around those little old ponds at the house. He can pick them all. I mean, he hunts them. He sits. There. He will not just throw going down a bank. He'll stop and look and see what he can spot, uh-huh. and then and just pick them off. You know, yeah, that's a lot of fun doing that. Oh, it really is. And I'm sure Jesse, you've you've learned kind of the spots where bass will hang out. Yes, you sir. Know, some places they probably just almost never go, but you kind of weed out. The spots that they don't go. Yes, sir. Hey, you got it figured out, haven't you? Yes, sir. Well, I've heard a lot about Jesse James in the last few weeks, and uh, I think his reputation has preceded him, and he's blown that reputation up to be quite something for a young man. Jesse, I want you to tell us what you've accomplished here in your your lifetime. you got a number of championships under your belt. Yes, sir. Tell me about that. I won the Big Mom Tournament first place three times in a row. Now, that's a crappie tournament, and you're fishing against adults, right? Yes, sir. What do the big boys think about that? They're laughing. They're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Some crying. Huh? Oh, I would imagine. Mm. That's pretty good prize money involved yes, in some of those tournaments. What's the most money you ever won one tournament? I might um, want a loan. The mass I won. Mm-hmm. Would be two hundred dollars. Yeah, two or two fifty, something like that. Wow! But it, you know, with him, it's it's the trophies and the, yeah. that he gets. I mean, he kills big old white tail bucks, and and at the house, you know, he's got his deer mounted, and he he's got his here at baiting things, Mike Jones. They give them paddles for championships. I saw That's that. Engraved. I was a little bit and, jealous. And at his house, he has those hanging up in the antlers in big old bucks. You know, oh, I mean, he's got goodness. his trophies right up in there with his trophy white tails. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. But that's just, man, you got a great thing going, and I I hope his passion just grows more and more and more. Because when you got a jump, can you imagine our age? accomplished what he right. had done that's right i mean it's just uh, i'd been in heaven because i i love to hunt and fish we wouldn't have known what to oh, do with ourselves no if really would have really i mean and we've I already discussed you know fishing out of 14 foot aluminum boats and and just really can't even get out there and do what what the good lord has blessed him to be able to go out and do and right right so and that's got to feel good fishing against adults yes, and sir. beating them 
Yes. Well, <laughs> them adults are good now. We <laughs> we ain't just beating them. Them suckers can catch big oh, fish I too. Know that. They I've been can catch them. I figured out. Well, I'm gonna tell you, for Jesse to get in there and do what he's doing, that's amazing. To see that boy say, "Daddy, I got one on," and just that rod bow up, and you know, a lot of a lot of younger kids they'll they'll give slack in the line, you know, and old big old female crappie come unbutton, you know, and she's uh-huh. gone and. And just to watch him load up on a fish and keep that hammer up and not force the fish, but don't give any either, and just bring that fish straight to the net. It's awesome to see. I bet it is. Especially in these delta waters where these this beautiful lake and that big old slab comes up, man. I, I, I know it's, it's you just know, an incredible see him, sight. See and he loves pictures now. You seen Jesse James take pictures <laughs> by? He gonna get a picture of that big fish if he catches it. And it's awesome to sit back and see him really accomplish that. Well, Jesse, I got to tell you, of course, I, I grew up pretty poor in my lifetime. Was blessed with a father that took me fishing quite often, had access to a bow run on the backside of their farm. And the time I was eight years old, I was paying for my own uh, subscription to Outdoor Life magazine. That's awesome. And there wasn't a lot. We were so poor, there wasn't a lot of reading material in, in our house. But my mom did keep two really good sources of, of reading material. One was the Bible. And the other one was Reader's Digest. I got a little award one time, and I told those folks, I was telling that story to the crowd, and I said, yeah, and I wore that Reader's Digest out. That's my right. mom was in the crowd. And, and of course, everybody went laughing. Oh, don't get me wrong. My mom still boxes my ears. She finds out I had been reading my Bible. That's right. <laughs> She's 92 mm-hmm. years old. Bless her heart. But, uh, boy, Faye was more mother Lord's than the world. blessed like, her to live a long oh, time. Oh, and, and mine's still sharp as a My granny's fist Jesse, she still boxes my ears. That's right. <laughs> 94, you got one. Yeah, they were, three years ago, I drove by our house and looked. Somebody was on a roof, and I said, what is Granny Miley doing? What has she got somebody up there doing, you know? And I turned around and went back, and it was her. On the roof? On the roof, tarring her vents. Oh, my God. I thought, well, it was when she was 91. She was on her roof at 91 <laughs> years old, tarring her vents. And I thought to myself, I said, that woman is something. Yeah, but, I mean. but can you imagine, I mean, I listened to my mom talk about, she was, uh, she had 12 brothers and sisters, she's the last one, you know, wow. but the th- tales they could tell, Man, yeah. uh, her, her mother trying to, <laughs> trying to wrangle 13 kids around, Ooh. take care of them, you know, out on the farm, and boy, it was just a rough, tough life, but it made some awfully good people and, and good uh, memories. And, oh, yeah. A lot of those people enjoyed hunting and fishing, and it was important. It was to our family. We were poor enough. We were just poor old cotton farmers and, and born in a house that's just cypress board and little tar paper. Well, you, you know, know. You, you fished and hunt to eat. We you did. Know, now, we, years we literally ago, I'm did. old enough, man. We, we ate everything. We caught, There was no krill in it when yeah. I come up. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, we I were going to eat what we caught, you know. And, we, we did, and, too. And I can remember, boy, I think I was like 10 years old when I got my first first gun and got to go hunting by myself. Right. But it, it was like a rite of passage. You really. That's my right. dad it's an honor. To, to, it really. It sure I is. never did anything bad with that gun because I wanted. I never wanted to hurt my mom and dad's feelings i wanted them to be proud of me you know and i remember right. bringing those first rabbits or 
or fish to the table, you know, being able to clean them. And that's right. There's a meal that I put on the table. That's true. Kind of swell up with pride a little bit, you know. And Maybe uh, got a little too proud sometimes, but but what a great way to go. And I, now Jesse, I see a great future for you, and you've got such a jump start on this. And I never ever dreamed I'd get to do the things in my lifetime. I've been an outdoor communicator for over fifty years, and I've fished from Alaska to the Yucatan and from the East Coast to the West Coast and a little bit in Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> one of the best places in the world. Yeah, that's true. But uh, a beautiful country and met so many people and never dreamed that uh, the things would happen to me that have. But I've had some great opportunities because I've hung around great people, just like you guys. You don't just tick on me pink to get to meet you guys and see how you operate and what you're representing. But uh, Jesse, not bragging at all, but I had a very unusual thing happen a couple years ago. I got nominated and was inducted in the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Not not as a fisherman. I said, my wife can outfish me. <laughs> but I got I got inducted as, they call us legendary outdoor riders. And That's awesome. What an incredible that experience. Is. But I'm included, and I, did, I never even heard of it. Never even heard of that organization. But uh, I did some research, looked it up, and now get this. This will inspire you. They started the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame in 1980, and the first person inducted was a Catholic nun from the 1500s. <laughs> she wrote the very first piece of literature on fly fishing, and she taught fly fishing to the nuns in the Abbey of England. Is that not incredible? That's incredible. That's cool. Yeah, real cool. And I'm a I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan. Teddy Roosevelt is the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. There's several presidents that have uh, been in there, and Ernest Hemingway's in there. Wrote the Old Man in the Sea. I mean, I'm I'm just sure. astounded. But and it just inspired me more. And here's a, another little story that uh, I've been involved in this podcast, things with Living the Dream Outdoors uh, properties, and they're such good people. They really believe in the outdoors. Of course, they sell lots of beautiful lands, boy, just big sure. places, and uh, they're great to help us out and sponsor the things that uh, that we do. And just another incredible bunch of people that I've been able to run into. And they give me writing assignments. I talked to them on the phone yesterday. When are you going to be home? Uh, Monday. Well, we need an article like as fast as you can get it to go in some magazine. And it's a real estate magazine, but they're putting outdoor articles in there. Isn't that great? That is. Congratulations on that. That is. But... Jesse, in the day's time, is is good to be needed and good to fulfill what you what they is. want you to do. Yeah, it, and it just dream jobs, you know. Sure I, I can't believe I certainly didn't deserve what I've, you know, what I've been allowed to do in my lifetime. And I'm getting older, and I'm looking for. I've been looking for younger guys like to replace me on the program that I do in Mexico, and it's been really tough to find somebody. And in the trip, uh, I'm leaving Easter Sunday to go down for two or three weeks, and I'm taking Bill Bryan with me, who's uh, our immediate past uh, director of state parks, because we're having a a big meeting with the uh, commissioner of conservation for the whole Yucatan, and it's a lady, and we're going to be talking about conservation projects. And I really didn't feel qualified to do that, but Bill Bryan knows all of the Conservation Department, Natural Resources, Tourism, people in all 50 states. And Mexico, uh, the gentleman that I deal with down there, Jordy Jean, has run uh, youth camps for 
long time. And I doubt anybody, any kids ever paid to go to those camps. Now he's building a huge complex, you know, where we That's house nice. kids, all kinds of outdoor education programs. And I don't know what they, he and the government's got up their sleeve, but we're going to find out. We're going to jump right in the middle of it and have a good time. So never, never, ever doubt yourself, Jesse, in what you can accomplish. You've already demonstrated to us that, Man, you're a go-getter. You can accomplish things, and that's that's just a drop in a bucket, man. You've got a whole life ahead of you and just grand opportunities with the personality you've got, the attitude, the knowledge. Well, you're stacking it up. Uh, there's going to be a college fishing team in his future, I think. I hope so. I do, too. I believe, I believe he could, if he could get it, the opportunity to do that, he he will enjoy it, and he will respect it. I have no doubt and about would that. Absolutely, have time in his life. Yeah, and help others while he's doing. Oh, that's that's um, the because that's, that's the how biggest Jesse thing. Is. And that's one of the things I've done all my life is is write articles to encourage kids and families to get out there in the outdoors together, do things together, and uh, you know the good Lord will give you some directions, man, and you. You've got it in the palm of your hand already. Yes, sir. You bet. Are you a pretty good student in school? Yes, sir. Study hard. Yes, sir. Keep it up. And I tell you what, with what you're doing, you get out of high school, uh, and I see a lot of students, they falter for a little bit. Oh, I want to take a year or two off before I go to college. Uh-uh. Man, you hit the ground running because you're already sure. ahead. It, it don't even turn and look back. Just keep looking forward because yes, that's sir. that's where the next goal is at. Up ahead of man, I got all the faith in the world with you. I'm gonna follow you as long as I'm alive. I can tell you that because uh, you've even inspired me to new levels, man. I think, man, there's a how old are you? Thirteen? I'm telling you, I'm almost jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but jealousy gets you nowhere. Yes, sir. I'll always work hard and be proud. All right, guys, I tell you, this has been a ton of fun, and I hope it, sure has. Uh, it looks like Mr. Mike going to keep us busy, TV crews and all coming back to Mississippi. Uh, little Mike Jones with Mississippi Tourism. Uh, uh, boy, I thank the world of that guy, and he's got some trips for, planned for us as well. So I know I'm going to see you guys in the future, and I, I want up to date some reports well, of what's going on with Jesse yeah. James. And we'll let you get in the boat and catch fish, too. Uh, yeah, boy, we'll put you in the boat and let you catch fish. You're on, but he'll beat me. It don't. Uh, if he does, it don't matter. It doesn't it matter. Don't matter as long as we having fun but, and talking and cutting up. And but I might catch a big old slab <laughs> crop. Yes. <laughs> Look, hey, there's a, there's a way to fix that. You keep a pair of scissors beside you, and if this fish is bigger than yours, you cut his line, and let her go. Oh, I don't think I could. Do that, that way, you can hear him moan and fuss. The rest I of bet time. he would. It? I, I <laughs> we might it. hear him cry. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we cry together. I, I tell you what, we've had lots of happy times together in just a few weeks. So we look, sure look forward to the rest of them. Well, guys, thanks so much for yes, being sir. on the show. And Jesse James, young folks, perfect example. Uh, and I always like to close the show out. I think you guys will agree with me. Folks, get out there. Do your best to live your outdoor dreams. That's right. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. 
Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.